Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to Unbothered. Your host, Josh, here today. We're going to be talking about the Bears Commanders Thursday night football game. Can the Bears pull off the upset and get their first win of the season? Then I analyze which 4-0 team will lose first. And then halfway through, actually I shouldn't say halfway, we're through the first quarter of the NFL season. Four weeks are done. We're entering the buys. I'm going to give you my first quarter top 10 teams. And then I'm going to get into some week five picks for the NFL and then some week six college football picks. I won't be uh, doing a podcast tomorrow, so I'm going to give that to you all today, see if we can keep, keep both streaks going. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the Bears and Commanders. So Commanders, six-point home favorites. They're 2-2. Two and two. Chicago has not won a game game so far this season. They're absolutely getting harassed, mobbed by the media. Uh, Nobody is picking them uh, to win tonight, especially after how they ended last game, um, just to be fell further into the abyss. Uh, Being up 28-7, losing 31-28, that's an ugly way to win. But you got to be able to bounce back like that, especially on a short week. Uh, it's tough. It's going to be tough for the Chicago Bears. But I am going to pick the Chicago Bears in an upset. Now, these two offenses uh, so far through four weeks have been close in terms of total yards. Only 10 yards separate the commanders, or separate the Bears from the commanders. The Commanders are averaging 307 yards per game. Bears at 305. Uh, Chicago is doing more running the football, 119, to the Commanders, 106. Well, Washington, of course, is throwing the ball more effectively at 201 to 86. And the points per game is only about a three-point difference. Chicago at 19, Washington at 22. So offensively, uh, they are very, very similar teams. Uh, defensively um, is where the gap is a little bigger. Uh, Washington is just outside, you know, the bottom 10, whereas Chicago is a bottom five a defense in the league, the fifth worst defense. So Washington uh, definitely has the advantage there. But interestingly enough, they both score, they both have let in a ton of points. So even though again Washington has just thirty yard better defensive performance, uh, Washington is allowed an opponent average of thirty. Well, Chicago's thirty four. So that itself is much tighter. And interestingly enough, Chicago's pass defense is where it's really bad. That's where Washington has this massive edge uh, because Chicago's run defense is better than Washington. So I think when you really get into the analytics, the stats of it, this has the makings to be a close uh, close game. Um, maybe the stats are skewed a little bit because the Bears were absolutely obliterated by the Chiefs, like 41-10, to 10, and then the Commanders, again, same thing, like 37-10 to 10 by the Bills uh, one week. So, you know, Washington winning the first two games, 
on a two-game losing streak. Haven't looked good, but really there's just this black cloud around Chicago. Almost it's been close to a year of having not won a game. It's been 14 straight games. Haven't won since October of 2022. Um, that is how bad um, it's been. Uh, so the pressure is really on uh, the Chicago Bears, I think, to at least win a football game. I think if they lose this one, uh, there have been rumblings about Mike Eberflus being gone, but if they lose this game 0-5 to start the season, you were terrible last year. I think you got to let the coach go, see what you have in Justin Fields and a new coach because both coaches have been bad. Matt Nagy was bad. This guy is somehow worse. You just let him rip, and if it doesn't work, hey, you get the number one pick and you get Caleb Williams. So I'm rolling with the Bears in an upset tonight. Uh, I think six is too big of a favorite for the commanders to pull and win that out. I definitely like the Bears to cover, uh, and I actually like them to win outright. Uh, Give me the Bears this week. Now, next, which 4-0 team is going to lose first? So there's two 4-0 teams. We have the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers as the two lone 4-0 teams. Now, to me, it's highly unlikely that they meet up, you know, in week uh, 12 or week 13 as, you know, both undefeated, both 12-0, highly Doubt that one of them is going to lose before then, but who's more likely to lose first? Well, let's analyze just the month of October. So the Eagles play at L.A. this weekend, at the Jets, the Dolphins, Commanders. That is their four games this month. Not overly difficult. However, three of those four games are on the road. Rams could be tough. Dolphins will be tough Sunday night, but it is in Philly. And then at Washington will be tough because Washington just played them close um, and they're playing them again the end of a month. So it's a hard schedule, but it's not, you know, difficult where I'm saying, oh, wow, they could, again, possibly be upset in any of these games. Um, I think Philadelphia has a strong chance to really win the next four games. Do I think they do so? No, I think they'll go 7-1. I'm circling either the Jets or the Eagles as their first loss. And what about the Niners? Niners, to me, have it much more difficult for the next four weeks. They play the Cowboys this weekend. They play the Browns in Cleveland, best defense in the NFL right now. They play in Minnesota. Uh, Of course, that's primetime game, so if it was regular game, Kirk, I'd give them that window, but primetime... Take the Niners. And then they have Cincy, and Cincy will be coming off a bye week. I think that's very tough. I believe the 49ers actually lose one of their next two games. I believe they lose either against the Cowboys or the Browns. And, again, I'll have my picks for you in just a minute here. But, again, uh, I think the Cowboys are much improved from last year. I think the game uh, score-wise and and feel-wise will be much closer than the last year's playoff game. And I believe the Browns can give a run for their money. Just how good defensively this Browns team, Miles Garrett, I think can pressure Brack Purdy and make him feel uncomfortable. 
So I think surprisingly enough how much I love the Niners and the scheme and Shanahan and his team, I think the Niners will be the first uh, of the two remaining undefeated teams uh, to lose. Now, let's move on to my top 10 teams through the first quarter. So to me, through the first four weeks, historically, again, has been the first quarter of football. Usually we've had 16 a week, so it's easy to break 16 into four quarters. 17 weeks, a little more difficult. However, I like to still feel, uh, still feel that the first four weeks are the first quarter because that's before any bye weeks. It's weeks one through four. Uh, still, I think too early on some teams. Some teams you have a really good gauge on. So through four uh, weeks, you have a decent sample size to make a top 10 team prediction. So that's what I'm giving you, my top 10 teams in the NFL right now. And surprisingly enough, all these teams are 3-1 and one or are undefeated. No 500 teams make the list. Number 10, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. To me, they were the weakest of the 3-1 um, group or 4-0 group. However, they have also been the most surprising. That's why I have to have them at 10. Nobody, I think, picked Tampa Bay to be 3-1 and one and to have a division lead in the first quarter. You had quite a few people, myself included, picking the Saints, even the Saints this past weekend. Other people picking the Falcons, some throughout the Panthers. But the Bucks have beat the Vikings, the Bears, uh, lost to the Eagles, and then beat the Saints. So three of their first four games, at, or two of their first four games have been on the road. Uh, they have won both those games. Uh, they have looked decent enough. Baker Mayfield, uh, healthy, looks good uh, with um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. The defense, you know, is not, you know, elite great for a Todd Bowles defense, but it's still within the top uh, 15. Still a good defense. I have the Bucks at 10. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, they're at nine. Uh, they're just around the halfway point uh, for total offense. Uh, offensively, it hasn't been, I think, as good as it has been last year. I think they're still finding ways to get JSN involved. But, hey, they're 3-1. and one. They suffered a bad loss to open the season against the Rams. But they've ripped out three straight wins, including an impressive one over the Detroit Lions uh, defensively. Uh, bottom 10 in the league, uh, just looked very impressive over the Giants, but it's the Giants. If you can hold a real team to under uh, 20 points, you're doing something right. The defense is not there yet. Number eight, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, again, three and one. They look very good. Uh, this offense has looked good with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Mark Andrews coming back is just made it that much better. Uh, Zay Flowers, I think, is a good wide receiver. Uh, they are able to deal with a litany of injuries across the team and still win football games. That is very impressive. Again, their offense not in the top ten. Respect them, though. Uh, but defensively, uh, top three defense in the NFL in terms of total yards allowed. And at points, they don't allow a ton of points, 14 and a half. They are top three in that as well. So three in both scoring and total yards. 
this defense is a very solid group, even after losing some of your secondary uh, pieces, whether due to free agency or injury. This defense is legit. Number seven, the Miami Dolphins. I still like the Miami Dolphins to me very like a tier ahead of Tampa Bay, Seattle, Baltimore. But they were exposed on Sunday against the Bills. That's why I can't have them any higher than seven. I believe strongly believe my next six teams could beat the Miami Dolphins nine times out of ten. I think the Miami Dolphins are a great team. They are able to beat up on weaker competition. Why? Because they are able to run your scheme so well. Uh, they are so fast. They're able to get guys open that anybody under them in rankings will get beat and beat thoroughly. And that's what they do offensively. They're the best offense in the league in terms of total offense, 511 yards per game. Only team with over 2,000 yards of offense through four games. And they're number one in points, 37.5 per game uh, so far. Defensively is where I don't love them uh, because even though they are um, been the best offense, defensively, they're bottom 10. They are sandwiched defensively between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. You don't want to be in the middle of that NFC West sandwich. You don't. So the defense is bad. Uh, actually, we're not really sandwiched in between Seattle and Arizona because in terms of total yards allowed, it's the exact same amount as the Arizona Cardinals, 375 per game. They actually allow more points to it, 30. So that, again, that defensive deficiency is why they're at seven and no higher than that. Number six, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs at six. Um, offense has looked good, not great. UML ranks three in terms of total offense. Um, they haven't put as many points on the board as we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, I believe that will be fixed. It will not stay like that. So I'm not putting a ton of stock into that. And then defensively, they're top 10. This is a really good defensive team, and I believe this top 10 a defense will hold in that spot the rest of the year. That's why I have them at six. Detroit Lions are at five. Why? Well, they have a top ten offense and a top five defense. Uh, kind of the opposite of Kansas City offensively. Uh, they are very good, 386 yards per game. Uh, they've scored more points than the Kansas City Chiefs this year. They have beat the Kansas City Chiefs that year. To me, that win still holds the most weight, is the most impressive win out of any team so far this season. Defensively, a lot of people picking on Balt or picking on Detroit this year. Uh, defensively, before we came into the year, now the tune should be different because they're the fourth best defense in the league, only allowing 280 yards per game. They are the number one rushing defense in the NFL at 60.8, only averaging or allowing 21 points per game. This is a great defense, a great team here in Detroit. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they have slipped. They're outside the top ten offensively. They scored a lot of points, uh, most of it from their defense. I believe this offense can work, will work. Uh, again, the numbers don't support the claim as much as some other teams. 
but you have Dak Prescott, you have CD Lamb. Um, I believe this offense can still be good when it comes down to crunch time and when it comes time for when you need Dak to deliver uh, in a big moment. Defensively, uh, they are, again, second best in terms of total uh, yards defense, and they're number one in scoring defense. This is an elite defense who has scored quite a bit of touchdowns so far this season. Uh, they are very good at that, uh, you know, finding the ball and returning it for touchdowns. This whole squad, it's talented. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Yes, the Buffalo Bills deserve to be at number three. They have both a top 10 offense and top 10 defense, offensively led by Josh Allen, scoring a ton of points, 35 per game. They just beat the best offense in the NFL, held them to 20 points in the Miami Dolphins. Everybody was talking about the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs combination. And, you know, is there a fracture there? Doesn't look like a fracture. That looks pretty special. Defensively, we'll see uh, what happens with their corners, considering the Trey White injury. But I think Buffalo can still be a stingy defense getting off to the quarterback without Von Miller so far. They still have him returning. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles are sitting at number two. Now, again, they have a top five offense in the league, very, very efficient in what they do um, with Jalen Hurts. They've got DeAndre Swift, who has looked great for them. Their two wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, are at, are absolutely balling out with Jalen Hurts. Um, this offense, to me, continues to progress and look better week in and week out. But one thing I am surprised about with this team is where they are defensively. Uh, this is a team that I'm used to seeing top five, top ten defensively. So them hovering around, you know, the midway point of the league, to me, is unimpressive. Their rush defense is number two behind the Detroit Lions, but passing, they have been torched more often than not this season. Uh, that is something I'm looking for them to correct. So that leaves number one, the San Francisco 49ers, the only team so far with a top five offense and top five defense. In the NFL, San Francisco is number two in terms of total offense. They're scoring 31 points a game. This is explosive. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is an absolute star. Brock Purdy looks better and better every week. George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey breaking records. This offense is legit. And then defensively as well. Pro Bowlers, Hall of Famers on each level of defense, only allowing 14.5 points per game. This defense, again, is the real deal. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, uh, again, just some studs there on defense. So having a top five offense and defense warrants you to be the number one team in the league through four weeks. And when you have, to me, the favorite to win offensive player of a year, maybe MVP in Christian McCaffrey, it helps the cause. So there's your top ten. There you have it. Four weeks through the season, first quarter out of the way. Tampa Bay, Seattle, Baltimore, Miami, Kansas City, Detroit, Dallas, Buffalo, Philly, and the 49ers. Now let's move on to my week five picks. 
So, already picked tonight, got Chicago. I'll pick all Sunday. I'll leave Monday for Monday. Uh, four teams are on a bye. Cleveland, Valley Chargers, Seattle, and Tampa Bay are excused from this week's picks. So we have less picks uh, to make two less games. So that means our record has to hold strong. Uh, can't suffer a lot of losses this week. So first off, Jacksonville and Buffalo over the pond in London. Uh, this, to me, is an interesting matchup. Last time they played, uh, Buffalo was beat 9-6 by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Josh Allen, for the Jags, actually had a couple sacks and interception. Looked great. Uh, Josh Allen said he's scared of them. I like the Jags to actually upset the Bills because it is in London. Jacksonville played there last week. They are staying. They're being more acclimated to there. Buffalo, after three high-powered weeks, I believe, will just drop down a little bit, allow uh, Jacksonville uh, to get the win, uh, get back to 3-2, win three in a row. I think this is a great game, however. Give me Jacksonville in the upset, another dog against Buffalo. Then Houston and Atlanta. I'm going with Houston on this one. I know Desmond Ritter has not lost a home game in his career. But C.J. Stroud having a historic start to the season has looked very, very good, especially in the last two games, scoring over 30. And whereas C.J. Stroud has been ascending every week, Desmond Ritter has been getting worse and worse every week. I don't like those combinations where you see one team clearly improving, being better, and one team clearly decreasing as they then meet. The team that's improving will get the better of that worst team. Desmond Ritter suffers his first home loss against Atlanta or against Houston this weekend. Carolina, Detroit. I'm going Detroit on this one. Detroit, 10-point favorites, actually the second biggest favorite of the weekend. I can't believe that, that, you know, the Lions are somehow 10-point favorites. I don't remember the last time I've ever seen that, but Carolina is bad. They can't get separation. They can't run the ball. They're not playing well. Whereas Detroit, even though they're dealing with some injuries, I believe that won't phase them. They have Jamison Williams coming back. They can incorporate him. I believe they'll be able to run effectively with David Montgomery. They'll be able to stop Carolina's uh, rushing attack, which hasn't been tremendous this year. Uh, Detroit gets the win. Uh, no problem with that one. Indy and Tennessee. This, to me, is a close one because is Jonathan Taylor playing this weekend? He's back. He's healthy. He's practicing. That is big news. But Tennessee historically has owned this matchup. Uh, and, you know, Derrick Henry as well has ran all over this team. I believe this is a good one because Anthony Richardson, to me, looks better than Ryan Tannehill right now at their point in this career. Now the Colts have beat the Texans, the Ravens. They should have beat the Rams. You know, they came back down from 23. Couldn't fully complete the comeback. But I believe this is going to be a good division matchup. However, I'm picking Tennessee just because of their historical dominance against Indy the past few years uh, gives them the edge here. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee wins. This line is growing to Tennessee. That's why I like Tennessee. The New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins. So this one is, in fact, the biggest uh, spread of the week. Dolphins are 12-point favorites. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, coming off a bad loss to the Bills where the offense didn't look good. 
Now they're playing the Giants, whose team just doesn't look great. Um, I believe Miami will just overpower them. I believe defensively they'll look good. I wouldn't be surprised if Miami threatens to put up another 70 points on the Giants. I believe this game will get out of hand within the first two possessions of either team holding this ball. Next, New Orleans and New England. New England just traded for J.C. Jackson. He is on track to play. Uh, Saints didn't look good. Uh, Jameis Winston didn't look great. Derek Carr didn't look great with a shoulder uh, playing through that. Uh, however, on the flip side, I can't say New England has looked good. Um, you know, two impressive losses, you could say, to start the season against the Eagles and the uh, Dolphins. And then, uh, you know, they won the beat the Jets, but it wasn't a great-looking win and then absolutely throttled by the Cowboys. However, I believe the Patriots beat the Saints this weekend. I believe Coach Belichick wins his 300th game at home. I believe Mac Jones plays fine, not great. Uh, defense makes some plays. New England gets a win. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So to me, this one depends on the health of Kenny Pickett. It looks like he will be playing. How healthy will he be? I don't know. However, this offense, again, I have not been in love with it since the first week. Uh, with Matt Canada, it doesn't look great. Now, I believe Pittsburgh can play uh, defense, and stylistically, they match well with the Ravens. Uh, Mike Tomlin uh, likes these kind of matchups against John Harbaugh. But I believe John Harbaugh gets the better of him this weekend. Baltimore uh, wins three divisional games in a row and takes a stranglehold on the division at 4-1. and one. Next, Philly and the Rams. So some people have this upset pick for the Rams uh, ahead of them because Cooper Cup might be back, uh, still to be determined. He's off the injured list. Could he play? We'll see. If he does play, that gives the Rams this added dynamic, uh, makes them harder to beat. However, I like Philly's ability to win close games, grind through it. I don't believe the Rams are able to stop Philly's rushing attack. I don't. Um, and I believe Philly uh, is going to be able to force Stafford to throw the football and throw some interceptions. And Stafford was a little banged up last week. I like the Eagles. Next, the New York Jets and the Denver Broncos. Jets are way underdogs here, and give me the Jets. Uh, Jets, two-and-a-half-point dogs. I like the Jets in this game. Uh, am I drinking the Zach Wilson, prime Zach Wilson Kool-Aid against the Chiefs? Maybe. Maybe I am. Uh, maybe he is just slowly getting better and he needed time. Maybe throwing to Garrett Wilson 17 times a game is a good game plan. I like it. Uh, Denver's wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and for tough matchups against the Broncos, uh, they're also uh, dealing with a bit of injuries as well the Broncos are. So I just like the Jets to go in and win this game. Kind of a revenge game for Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, the players from the Jets, I believe, are just going to will themselves to a victory. I don't believe this game will be pretty, but I believe it will be won, won by the New York Jets. Next, Kansas City and Minnesota. So Minnesota, to me, definitely can make this a game since it's not prime time. Uh, I believe Minnesota offensively is very good. However, 
in big spots. Kirk Cousins this year has uh, turned the football over too many times. I believe there's nobody on the Chiefs who can guard Justin Jefferson. Uh, I believe this is closer than what people think. Uh, Kansas City's three-and-a-half-point favorites. I like Minnesota to cover this game. It's a close game, but the refs, I mean, uh, the Chiefs find a way to always win those close games somehow. Some way they, they pull one out of the refs, I mean, just because uh, they're good. Uh, but somehow they always have a way to win. So I'll pick the Chiefs in this one. Then Sunday night, Dallas and San Francisco. This, to me, is a great, great matchup. This, to me, is this is what prime time is about. This is what gets me excited for football, not just the teams that I like, but matchups like this. The Cowboys versus the Niners on a Sunday night. This is great football, one I'm looking forward to. I am actually picking the Cowboys to win this game. I believe they saw hand the 49ers their first loss because I believe the Cowboys' defense is better than it was last year. I believe Micah Parsons will get after Brock Purdy. Uh, I believe Dak Prescott won't make the mistakes he made in the game, uh, you know, a year ago in the playoffs. I believe the Dallas can and will win this game. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. There you have my NFL picks. Do with those as you please. Now let's go to my college picks. So first, we have to start off big game day, Red River rivalry, first game of the day. Oklahoma, Texas, 2-1 beat in teams, 12 versus 3. I'm going Texas. I think the Longhorns are very good. This rivalry has always been close. These games have been high scoring. Uh, Firepower, fireworks going off. But I like Texas. I think Texas is for real. They're the real deal. I believe they handle Oklahoma in this Red River rivalry and dispatch of them. Next, LSU-Missouri. Missouri is undefeated 5-0. LSU coming off a stunning loss to Ole Miss. Defense wasn't particularly impressive. I believe LSU gets back on track this weekend and beats the Missouri Tigers, handing them their first loss. Next, the Marshall Thundering Herd and the North Carolina State Wolfpack. I'm going with the upside here. Uh, Marshall Thundering Herd, I am picking to win. Uh, I believe this will be a close game. North Carolina State changing quarterbacks already at this point of the season. But I do like Marshall uh, to get an upset win over NC State there in NC State. Washington State, UCLA. Uh, both teams coming off their bye week have had time to prepare for this. UCLA defensively has been much improved. However, Washington State, I think, is just a different beast. Give me Washington State in this game. Alabama, Texas A&M. Give me the Aggies. Uh, yes, uh, Alabama can win this game, but it's in Texas A&M College Station. Tough place to play. Uh, Alabama hasn't looked great this season uh, at all at any point where I'm like, oh, that's that's national championship level. I believe Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher officially eliminate Alabama from the college football playoff race this weekend. Purdue versus Iowa. I believe Iowa gets a win. They looked uh, better offensively last week with Michigan's against Michigan State. 
after Cade McNamara went out. So with Cade being out, I like Iowa to win this football game against Purdue. Texas State against the Louisiana Raging Cajun. So this is tough here. Uh, really a pick'em game, Texas State, Louisiana. I'm going with the home team, Louisiana, uh, in this uh, coin toss of a game. Next, Notre Dame and Louisville. So my brother, it's high. He's high on Louisville right now. He's drinking some red Kool-Aid. But Notre Dame, prime time, that's what they get with their deal. So they just beat Duke. They just came off a close loss as well. They had a close loss to Ohio State. They beat Duke in a thriller. Now they're playing another ACC opponent in Louisville. I believe Notre Dame is built for this, and they're built for beating Louisville. Fresno State, Wyoming. Fresno State 5-0. and We're number 24. However, Wyoming, tough place to play with the elevation change. They're 4-1, and only lost to Texas. They look good. They've upset Baylor. I like Wyoming to upset Fresno State this weekend. Then TCU, Iowa State. Give me TCU. Give me the Horned Frogs. This will be the one time I pick them this weekend. So there you have the picks. You have my top 10 teams. Should be another great weekend of college football and the NFL. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone.